Yo, what's up? This is Steve Aoki, and you're listening to The Hashtag. Hashtag. If you listen to our first episode, we promise you some throwback Thursday episodes with some interviews we did a few years ago. We have the first of those premiering today with DJ Steve Aoki. Steve built his DJ empire basically through social media, utilizing it to market himself and his tour dates, and basically is the hardest working man in the music industry. There, I dare you to find anyone who travels more, interacts more with his fans, plays more dates and more shows than Steve Aoki. We caught up with him in May of 2013 at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. He just played a show in Arizona earlier in the day, flew to Vegas, was making his debut at Hakkasan Club there where he was doing a residency. And we sat down with him and talked about social media and how he used it to market himself and build his empire and how he likes to interact with his fans. We talk a little Star Wars, a little J.J. Abrams, a little bit of everything. Now we talk about in this his number of followers. He just reached two million followers on Facebook at this point. Just to give you a perspective when you listen to this, he now has 7.6 million followers on Facebook, 4.6 million on Twitter, 3.7 million on Instagram. He has 1.6 million subscribers on YouTube and he's added since then, obviously, the development of Snapchat. He's joined that as well. He's Aoki Steve on there. He's Steve Aoki everywhere else, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. And you can check out his website, steveaoki.com. We talk a little bit about the Aoki Fund in this as well. And this is right about the time that Neon Future was about to come out and his video for Singularity had just been released, so we discussed that some too. I'd like to thank our sponsor for this episode, Trendy Butler. You can find them at trendybutler.com. You go online, create your style profile, a stylist handpicks clothes for you, and you, they ship them out to you monthly. It costs $65 a month, and you're guaranteed to receive over $150 worth of clothing. So check them out, trendybutler.com. You can find them on Twitter as well, at Trendy Butler. Once again, this is a Throwback Thursday episode from May of 2013 with Steve Aoki on the hashtag. Welcome everybody to the hashtag. This is Who Jedi. BJ here again. We have a very special guest who's taken the time out of his incredibly busy schedule. Two shows today, and we're catching him before his second one. Steve Aoka, welcome to the hashtag, sir. What's going on? Well, we really appreciate you had a show in Arizona tonight already, correct? Yeah, it was a, a pool party. It was it's actually kind of um I felt like I was in Vegas because it was like the the setup was like a Las Vegas pool party setup. And that was that was a lot of fun. Loved doing like the daytime, and then the nighttime in one show. So or in one day. So uh, yeah, now here I am, Vegas. These pool parties are getting to be like the biggest things ever, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, summertime is here. Um, spring is over, and the sun is out, and uh, people want to, you know, 
they want to get wet and <laughs> jump around, dance to crazy music. And uh, I, I mean, everyone's waiting for this. You know, yeah. everyone's waiting for summer. So I'm, I'm thinking this is like a day-night doubleheader, but it sounds like a lot more fun than a day-night doubleheader. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and we were walking in. It was already a huge line. We're at the MGM Grand uh, Hakkasan tonight. Um, you're going to be going on about an hour and a half. Tell us your, what's going on with them, the incredibly new nightclub and everything going on, and you're right in the middle of it. Yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah I, I had a residency for three years at the Wynn, and I love working with them. They're great people, um, great team, and they ended up becoming, you know, like f really close friends and family. It's tough to leave them, but um, what Hakkasan and MGM Grand had to offer was something that I've always wanted to do, something new. I, want, I wanted to create a show where you're literally entering into a different world. So my show is called Neon Future, which is based around my album, which will be coming out sometime in the future, but I, there's no date yet. Um, and I've worked closely with the uh, dancers and the choreography, um, uh, the look of, of my particular show. Um, it resembles my idea of the neon future. Um, you know, we have these, like, it's not like, uh, like for me, like you, when you walk into a club, you see your typical dancers with, that are naked and they look sexy. Right. For me, I want my dancers to be part of this robotic android future. So there's cyborg geisha dancers and, um, and it's just cool. It's just neon. It's interesting. It's, um, and I'm obsessed with future technology and, um, you know, I, like my whole album's kind of revolving around that. Right. Kind of like the video of Singularity, that's, exactly. that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been reading on Singularity for a couple of years now, and I've, um, I'm really, I've really been following Ray Kurzweil, who is, uh, he's, got, he's like a futurist. He calls himself a patternist. He's, um, he works at Google as well, and he's written a few books that are incredible about where we're going um, with with our technology and how we're you know usurping evolution and and taking on artificial intelligence into our intelligence so we're combining you know these two worlds which we're doing you know the cell phones getting smaller right. we're getting weird we can get implants i mean things like that are happening and we're going to get to a point where we're going to be able to live forever that's the idea like where we'll be able to basically upload our our brain into like this 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 uh, this called neosphere. It's like it's like centralized right. intelligence, and be part really be part of this world wide web, but in like <laughs> a crazy way. But I mean that's that's way out there for me. It's like I really I really like this idea of going in this direction, and um, I I wrote my first treatment to Singularity. I wrote the music video, which I'm really proud of. And um, you can watch it on my YouTube channel. Yeah. YouTube.com forward slash Steve Aoki. Yep, that is Steve's YouTube account. Um, 530,000 subscribers on that. We're kind of, speaking of technology, you've kind of led the field in, you know, musicians and, and artists as far as how to, how to correctly do social media. I mean, and it seems like in the last year and a half, your accounts have just blown up. It, it's been amazing what to see. I mean, you're now over 1.3 million followers on Twitter. You just passed 2 million fans today on Facebook, right? So congratulations yeah. on that. Thank you. 
That's pretty cool. Yeah. We happened to catch you on that day. I mean, Instagram, YouTube, Tumblr. I noticed you're you're doing a lot more of SoundCloud now. Yeah. Um, and and then I've been watching yeah. your vines too. So. Right. <laughs> well, th th this is the way I see it. Um, there's artists in entertainment, music, art, film, whatever you want to call it. There's artists in these fields that they live on TV and radio, and that's not me. So my my world revolves in the internet. The way people discover my music or discover anything associated with uh, the music or the lifestyle or the fashion or anything is through um, is through the internet. So that's where I'm focused my energy and my time. Um, and it's it's also great because you you have to discover it for yourself. Whereas you turn on the radio and it's you're force-fed those 10 songs. You turn on TV, you're force-fed those 10, 10 brand-name artists. Um, and with the internet, YouTube, Twitter, specifically YouTube, you're, you discover it for yourself, and then you tell your friends, and then they tell their friends. And if they like it, they'll watch it. You know, And, um, and that, that's, that's where I survive, that's where I thrive. That's where my brand grows, and that's where I put all my time and attention into. But now you're also, you've got a heck of a travel schedule. You're also taking it to them live. Uh, how, like, you've got 50-some shows. <laughs> I did the, the math here. Between tonight and April 5th, you have 55 shows. Vegas, all across the USA, Spain, Germany, France, Austria, Sweden, the UK, Italy, Finland, Morocco, Turkey, Belgium, Canada, Spain, Dominican Republic, Portugal, Portugal Hungary, and Croatia. That's between now and August 5th. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, uh, it's, I mean, that's, I, see, I live a crazy life. I live <laughs> one of those dream lives that people that do what I do, that, that produce music, the DJ in their local cities, they dream of this scenario. Right. They, I mean, it's a dream scenario. It's a dream that I had, you know, when I started DJing. And I was like, can't, like, I can leave LA and play in a different city and someone will care. Like, when I first went to New York, I was like, wow, I'm in New York and I'm DJing and there's like 30 people here. This is awesome. <laughs> and, and, um, you know, uh, I, I never let go of that dream and I never, I never took it for granted. So for me, that's like the one thing is I like, as I'm treading through this, tireless schedule i always stop and think how lucky i am how fortunate i am to be in this position and i never want to take this for granted never and uh and and honestly i i really get my energy sincerely from from the fans that come to my shows that support my music that give me that like i look at their faces i see their them singing along. Some people are crying. Some people are like smiling from ear to ear, and and they're just giving so much love that you just you just you you, you get like addicted to that. Yeah. And and it like it makes me feel like I'm like I'm doing something right. My music is touching people in a way that I've always wanted. I've always wanted to write music that can lift people's spirits up, that can take someone that's down and depressed and bring them out of that darkness to a really a beautiful place. 
And um, that, I mean, that's like music that touches me. I'll never forget those moments where I'm like d down and out and all of a sudden a song takes me away and I'll be like 15 years later, I'm like, I remember that, that day, Saturday night, you know, 25 years ago and that one song, I played that record and that changed my night. It changed everything. And I'll always, I always like look at that as it's a, it's a human experience that I don't want to, I don't want to give up. So that's that's the goal is like to continue to to, to push that and and, and inspire people, uh, make people's lives happier with my music and and uh, yeah. So I mean, I'm kind of going off on a tangent there, but that's all right. Like you're you're talking about in, inspiring people. Uh, you have on Instagram the Aoki jump. Your yeah. trademark jump. Yeah. And you're up to 360. I think you yeah. did it a couple days ago, posted right. it today. Um, and just going through your at mentions, people tweeting at you, and they're doing their own Aoki jump. I love that. And I, I love the number it. of people <laughs> I saw where it was somebody's daughter doing the Aoki jump or a father <laughs> and a son doing an Aoki jump. That's so cool. And looking at the kid's face, it's clear that it wasn't like, hey, I want you to jump like this. Like the, the kid is into it. The yeah. kid is like beaming. What is, what is that like to see you know, something you created – Kind of a you know, as part of your music, but above it, the the you know, it's this separate thing. Right. Not, not above yeah. it. It's this separate thing, but it's something that they're latching onto and saying, "I want to be like like Steve Aoki." Yeah, you know, like I started the Aoki jumps in a way for me to. Um, it, it was like a goal, like you know, like you're on a you're on this mission, and every city you go to, you have to collect that particular coin or that thing so like you got to go get to that flag pick the flag up and then when you're next city you got to pick up that flag that's that's like my aoki jump i'm like picking up flags by doing a jump by making sure that i do the best that i can to find a really cool place of that city that 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 has history uh where it's whether it's like historic where everyone knows about it or whether it's like a niche cultural thing that I appreciate. You know, like um, um, I didn't get a chance to, but when I was in Houston, I wanted to go to um, uh, uh, DJ Screw's record shop because it's like, that's, that's like a cultural landmark for that kind of thing. But in, in any case, that's, that was the goal. Like, so every city I go to, I, and I, the thing, another thing too is that I travel with a film crew and a photographer that I pay out of my pocket for. And I do this because um, I, I want to document all these things. I, 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 um, I see so much of the world, and I saw so much of the world previous to documenting all this stuff. And I look back and I go, what a blur. I just went through all these amazing countries, seen all these amazing cities, Eaten the most incredible foods, stayed in the most in, in, like interesting hotels, met some amazing people, and I never. It's hard to remember it all, so now I'm just like I, I got to that point a couple years ago. I was like, now I'm gonna. This is where I'm gonna put my money. I'm gonna bring these people out with me, to to videotape and to photograph, and for my own memory's sake, and and the social media aspect is like my extension of that. Right. So whoever's interested in that can participate and live vicariously with me through my travels. And I'm, like, trying to do it as real time as I can. But, yeah, like, you know, going back to what you're saying about, like, seeing other people doing the same thing that you're doing. 
of course it's just like then yeah it's like it's a fucking beautiful thing and and um you know another thing too is that like i'm 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 obsessed i'm a collector okay that's why i number things i number everything i do because i'm a collector because i i've i i want to i want to uh create a uh, uh, I want to create a special place for every single thing that I do that I I believe in. So like with my with uh, my records that I collect, like I have a, I have like five to ten thousand records, and I have like every single release from a label from number one, number two, number three, number four, number five, and then on the fourth release I I gotta make sure I have the green vinyl limited to three hundred, the blue vinyl limited to fifty, and that test press, and I'll look for all those details. And, and it's like, it's really important I get every number. It's really important I get every number. And so I, I um, number everything because I want to give validation and a, a special value, yeah, yeah, validation and special value to that particular thing. Like, that was 225. Right. And that has value to me, so I'm going to give it that number. And it's part of this series. So that's why I number everything. And, I do. and somewhere somebody out there is like, uh, Aoki Jump number 225 was in my city. That right. Was, right. I could do it in the same place that he did. Yeah, it. yeah, and yeah. That, and then when they tweeted it to you, they could hashtag it as, you know, this was Aoki Jump 225 for you and Aoki yeah. Jump number one for me. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. Aoki Jump. That's how we found it. We went to hashtag Aoki Jump, and it's, like, amazing all the people that have posted pictures. And yeah. It's incredible. It's, I mean, I, I go there all the time, and I'm, like, liking everything. <laughs> like, 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 like. And I always see on my Twitter feed, like, hey, Steve Aoki, like my photo. I'm like, sweet. Like, 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 like. I was just like, like everything. Yeah. like the fact yeah. that yeah. I like my photo. We, were, like, talking, we yeah. were actually talking about this because you interact with your fans so well on Twitter and Instagram and everything else. I mean, do you actually have time to, like, go through your normal Twitter feed and read, like, what's going on with the people you follow? Or is, like... Is it so time-consuming because you want to see what your your fans are saying and how they're interacting with you? Does that take up almost all your time? You're on so many different mediums too. I can't imagine. Yeah, you know what? It's it it's like uh, I, before I could have time, and now it's, I just I just really don't have the time. I, I there's there'll be a period there's moments in my day where I'm like, all right, I'll check out my Twitter feed, and I'll look through uh, the ads, and I'll be like, oh cool, that's a funny thing. I'll retweet that. And then I'll go and look at my general thing, like you're talking about, right. see other people that I'm following, and then communicate back and forth with them that through that. Um, but but my notifications, those push notifications are good. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, like yesterday, I was like, oh, Dylan Francis said to come throw cakes with him at a stage. I'm like, reminder, cool, I'm going to go to a stage <laughs> now. Like, And I went to a stage, and we had fun. So, you know, um, uh, I, I spend more time on Instagram to be honest with you, and Vine. Those are my two, like, really exciting, entertaining You're things. You're starting to get hooked on Vine now. I right? love Vine. Yeah. And, uh, like, it's like I, my my tip on Vine is follow comedians. Because, um, uh, and I mean, it, it, it's kind of sucks, but there's a few comedians that are really popular. Yeah. And their Vines are really horrible like their f comedy is bad like i'm like you're huge you have like 300 400 followers on vine you're a famous comedian and your vines are so bad they're not funny they're really not funny like what what happened and there's so many good ones out there there's so many people who are taking the time to like actually it's like a mini production it's like a six second movie they're making yeah I it's made amazing a, i made the best vine i've made to date yesterday 
with Dylan Francis. The we Kung have, Fu. Yeah, we have, yeah. yeah, we have, okay. So just like with everything, I told them, I was like, okay, Kung Fu Dynasty, that's just going to be us two whenever we do our Kung Fu antics, and we're going to number every single one. So, so far we've done two, and I, and I posted the first one, and he posted the second right. one on his line. Yeah, those are amazing. I, and I, I can tell because you're, you're using it more and more. I was like, oh, this is going to be big. He's going to start getting into the vines. Yeah, I mean, time. like, there's a lot of really bad vines I've done just out of, like, uh, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to vine this <laughs> fucking lobster and wiggle its thing, and that's boring. But who gives a fuck? Yeah. You know, like, I'm just going to vine anyways. But then I realized, like, whoa, that vine got, like, 1,500 likes, and the lobster got 400 likes. Okay, maybe I shouldn't do the lobster thing anymore. Yeah. So I'm, like, trying to, like, be a little bit. So you, you kind of judge what the people like and say, okay, I'm, I'm going to give them what they like. Yeah, because now I'm looking at it. I definitely look through my vines and be like, okay, the, when I showed, like, I, I showed the, like, really quick synapse of my car, a design right. with Scion. Yes. I was like, 1,500 likes. That's good. That's, like, because... That's really good for me right now. I only have like forty thousand um, followers on Vine. I'm I'm pretty new to Vine, so I'm yeah. I'm uh I want to put better ones up. But like Andy Milnakis, I follow him. He's hilarious, and Riff Raff is really funny. Dylan Francis is funny. Um, who else is out there that's really funny? Yeah, I mean, like, I only follow a few people. I need to I need to like <laughs> I need my friends to tell me to follow other yeah. people. Do you find like you have more interactions with you know, people that you find interesting or would want to follow, or we were talking maybe like collaborations that have come out of people that have contacted you like via Twitter or via Instagram, like you just mentioned, going to stage, you know, to do a cake throw, that type thing. Do I, do I, sorry, what was the question again? Like, do I find... Like, do, you, do you find that people that you would want to follow on, let's yeah. say, Twitter, you get contacted more by them and maybe you're meeting people that normally before... This yeah. huge brush oh, yeah, of social yeah. media, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I remember um, me and Tiesto actually, me and Tiesto met on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but like, we, yeah, we did. And um, I didn't remember that until he told me over dinner. He's like, like, did you know that Like, we first started talking on Twitter? And then that's how we started then we like hung out in person. It's like a date. <laughs> but then and then and then we ended up um, doing a song together uh, through that. And I, I'm actually like, going back even further. Me and Afrojack started talking on Twitter first, and then I and I started. Then we like exchanged contact. Then I was like, "Yo, I'm in Holland." And then I went to a studio. This is like three years ago. Wow. I mean, Twitter is a great way to to meet people. Sometimes I'll like send some like weird trolling kind of. I don't know if I'm using the right word because like, a troll. I still don't understand the, the topic or what that means. But I like I twittered at uh, Haley from. Is that her name from uh, the Big Bang Theory? Oh, Kaylee Cuoco. Kaylee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I sat behind her at, at the Grammys, and there's like a TV shot, like it's <laughs> like rolling up the aisle, you know, and it's like. They like zoomed in on her clapping, and I was behind her <laughs> clapping, you know. And I was like, my friend like took a picture on TV and sent it to me, and yeah. I Instagrammed that. I'm like, who's that blonde girl in the front? And he goes, oh, that's fucking the Big Bang Theory girl. Yeah. And and uh, and then just like 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 a month ago, I was like, or three weeks ago, I'm like, yo, 
uh, just uh, just out of randomness. I was like, I sat behind you at the Grammys, and then hashtag random. <laughs> was that on Twitter or Facebook? Or on, on Instagram. On Twitter. Okay. And yeah, she never she, wrote me back. She's oh. got a. We- you might be better to get her on Instagram. She's uh, at Norman Cook on Instagram. She's got a real random Instagram name for some reason. So yeah, I'm sure she's got like a million followers. Yeah, she's got a ton. Yeah. So because she posts a lot of photos. I love Instagram. That's like. <laughs> I'm I'm like obsessed obsessed with Instagram. How upset obsessed. were you when there was the big Instagram Twitter problem, and now like the Instagram photos don't show up in Twitter timelines? Twitter is dumb for doing that. Really dumb. Like I, I mean I love Twitter. Right. Because yeah. I like know <laughs> these people really well. So, but like I really felt like they shouldn't have done that because. It's like people are going to use Instagram no matter what. Right. So why make it difficult? They're still going to use it. It's the best format to use. It's like you, you can't avoid people from using Facebook. You know, they're going to use Facebook to to join a big social media Whether thing. they like it or not. Yeah, whether they like right. it or not, they're going to have a Facebook page. Whether they use it or not, they're going to have one. Right. I mean, if you're going to be on the Internet a lot. Um yeah, it hasn't stopped people from using Instagram. It's just made it slightly more inconvenient yeah, just for like, people to see the Instagram. So it's like you're you're hurting your viewers. You're not hurting Facebook. You're yeah, hurting exactly. Twitter users. And and then like who knows? There could be something better that comes down the line, like what friends what my or, or MySpace did to Friendster, and then what Facebook did to MySpace. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, it's like it's you know you have to be make. I mean, the whole point of social media, and online world is make it as easy as possible and simple yeah. as possible for people to engage and and use this use share. it yeah. yeah even across platforms use it yeah. you gotta use it like the easier it is to use it and easier to understand the more they'll use it the more they use it then you win yeah the company right. wins you know it's like once people so, stop using it that's the that's yeah the then it's like okay here's a new idea and because people stop using that I'm going to fix that problem by like making it really easy here. Right. Everyone's going to start flocking over there. Because I'm with you. I would I would post a lot of pictures on Instagram because they would auto post to my Twitter feed. Yeah. And now since they don't, I like my pictures to photo, show up in my Twitter feed. So I'll post them on Twitter, and sometimes I'll take the time and go post them on Instagram. But I have to. I now have to post in two places if I want them to go down. It's just just so much easier when it just flowed and I could just put you know. Yeah. I mean, when I do Instagram, I I, I click. Uh, Twitter and Tumblr. I don't do Foursquare. Right. I don't do the other ones, but I click on those two. I highlight those two, and then and then I yeah I I, I make sure it goes to my Tumblr, which is a fairly new thing. I just got Tumblr like maybe a year ago, right. so I'm, I'm pretty like I'm late on the Tumblr thing, um, and Instagram. Um, yeah, you know like. Uh, you know I try to make it really short and witty, rather than like a tweet. It's like. I, I'll go as far as 140 characters. But with a, with a uh, Instagram, I'm just like, oh, like there's a picture of me caking someone. I'll just put cake, you know, instead <laughs> of like, oh, the, here's a story. So I caked this girl, and then her face got all white, and then she cried and she, out of joy. I gotta and, say, the hashtag cake, like, yeah. probably totally doesn't prepare you for what you're about to see. No, actually, I, I do cake face. Hashtag cake face. Cake face is more. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Did that? I gotta ask. Did that? Is that something that blew up? Because, like, it used to be, like, a performer did something at a concert, and people would maybe get word on, like, a forum. Oh, he, he does this at a show, so someone would maybe every once in a while have a sign, you know, relating to that. But now it's, like, with YouTube and everything else, the cake face and the, you know, raft surfing, it's all, like, everyone knows and watches you do it all the time. It's, like, 
it's no longer a surprise. Now. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's the, not a surprise anymore. Definitely not. And um, and I anticipate the amount of signs that go up per show. Right. You know, um, Vegas is harder because Hakkasan is a really elegant, opulent right. club. So I don't know if they'll even allow people with signs in the club. Oh, I bet so, I guarantee you somebody sneaks one in. Well, like I played the grand opening, I didn't see a sign, and so I, I the, the cake actually sat in the back because I was like, oh. I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to like, like listen, I, I don't want a cake. Anyone doesn't want to get caked, right. right? And people come with, with like really expensive clothes, and my my intention is not to like ruin a night, is to to right. like bring it to the next level, and and make a show out of it. Like the person that wants to be shown and caked. <laughs> And everyone wants to see it happen. Right. Those are the two things that I need to find. Is like the the person that wants the entertain to be entertained in that way, and and the entertainment factor that's going to travel throughout the whole place. Right. So um, you know, it's the connection has to be there. I need to make sure I know that they want it. They want it. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, this uh, it's a uh, you know, and and, and you know, I, yeah, I I just say since we're talking about social media. It's it's a good way for me to show like the incredible moments of particular shows where someone's caked, right. gets caked face, and they're just oh, the face <laughs> is just like oh, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> I got cake faced, and they're beautiful. And so like a hot girl will be like, I could do it too. You know, like it's not just like these sweaty, grimy dudes. It's like beautiful girls, oh, yeah. beautiful people, nice yeah. and we were, they want the cake and they want to get messy. We were watching it's something okay today about to do that. And yeah. the, the first one we watched was like this hot girl. Just, she was begging for it, and, and it was amazing. And she yeah. was like, could not have been happier after you absolutely drilled her with it. Oh yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I mean, look, yeah, it's like I said, it's. it's you got to want it, and I'll give it. But you got to show me you want right. it. And whoever shows me the most at that point, because I always cake people on the drop, right at that peak when everyone's just about to burst out, that's when the cake's going to fly and just full throttle right <laughs> in your face. Oh, so amazing. Well, I, I, we know you got to go here in a minute. Real, yeah. real quick, let's talk about a little bit about you know, one way you're using social media and the internet to help people with the uh, Steve Aoki Fund. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I started a fund, and uh, it's, like, when I started this fund, um, I, I wanted to do, I didn't want to just start a fund, just be like, okay, this is a good charity option. I wanted to do something that, once again, like, you know, my shows are all about interacting with the crowd and getting them to be, it's like one, one, like, we're all connected, you know, like we're all connected. The music's connecting us and, and all this entertainment's gonna connect us even more. And so I wanted this fun to be about connecting myself even more to the crowds, to the people that are coming to my shows, the fans that don't get a chance to see me, but they're like, they're watching me online. And, and I want them to be connected to something bigger than just the music. So like, you know, this fund, I, I really started this fun around taking a dollar from every show, a dollar from every person coming to a show, particular shows that I can do, hard ticket shows. You can't do clubs, but like hard ticket shows. Or clubs that want to get involved in this. Um, and, and then like that dollar from their ticket goes to the fund. So like they're essentially donating and being a part of, of helping someone that needs the money. And then in the end, I want 
the voters, which is anyone that goes onto my website to vote for the 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 the, the charity of the choices that I yeah. that I'd pick. So it's like a crowdsourcing, and this idea of like giving them agency, giving them a choice, a voice, and and. Like, you know, we're here to fucking rage and party and lose ourselves in this music. At the same time, we're here also to do something bigger and better and help people out, too. This isn't just, like, completely nihilistic and we're just, we don't give a fuck about anyone. Like, we sh it's, all, it's all about giving a fuck about everyone. Right. And actually putting the money to the test and getting people involved and saying, like, it's not just my money going in. It's everyone's money going in, including my money. You know, so um, just recently, you know, I, I usually save up all the money and then donate it to the end of the year to the, to the five charities, which we did to Shelterbox last year. Mm -hmm. But this year with Boston that happened, the Boston, you know, horrible thing that happened there, um, I, I did a free show. I did a second show in Boston, and we did a, me and Kendrick Lamar did a sold-out show at a, uh, of, like, this crazy arena, 10,000 people, sold-out show, crazy show. And then I did, like, a second show last minute. I was like, okay, I'm going to do that show and all my money that I'm making from that show and whoever else can donate towards that. that all that's going to go to the Boston Strong uh, to, like, help these people out immediately. And whatever money is in the fund up to date, that's going to also go in. So I think we, we raised, like, 10 grand there. I'm not sure the total amount, but it, we raised in, like, a fucking five days. It was yeah. great. Five days, boom, that money went right in. Amazing. And it's like, I also, we want to, like, give money to, like, organizations that aren't going to take it and pay, you know, put it in their payroll and actually like do something quickly Where they turn and effectively. the money around and it goes to, right. to good deeds instead of to admin costs. And yeah, yeah, like right. Because that. that happens, you know, with Red Cross and things like that. And no harm against them because they're doing good shit by, you know, at least educating people on, on issues. Because that's also very important too. There's so many fucking problems going on in the world. So many people dying and and like needing help. And the education is just as important as the donation because you would never even know about it. So. Right. But, th but that's cool. Instead of just writing a check, you're kind of like crowdsourcing, like you said, crowdsourcing it, getting yeah. a little bit from right. a lot, and you're letting them have a voice in where it's going. Exactly. You're getting them involved. Exactly. So they're thinking about it more. And they're, exactly. You know, and some yeah. of them are going on to say, you know, maybe I can do something too. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's giving them, yeah, it's giving them the torch run with it you know like but like you know it's um i i really want to do more with it i like i i i um i tour a lot like you know we talked about so i have all this clothes so i'm just like literally just selling all that clothes and all that money is going to charity and then i have workout bets and i have about 15 workout bets a month with 15 different people and that totals like if i let's say for example if i don't do a workout and i do about it's like it's about a hundred dollars a missed workout so if i miss if i do zero workouts in one month uh, i'm likely to owe about seventeen thousand dollars wow and that's and then all that money goes to the fund and all the people i would do the workout bets with they're all like cool about it they're like we're gonna give that money to the fund too so like at the end of the month there's like at least a thousand dollars going in the fund <laughs> just from like people and it's a trust bet you know, yeah. these right, are like right, trusted right. people. Like, I'm like, look, it's a trust bet. You pay. You, I'm not going to like give you a hard time about it, but just pay. It's going to charity. And if you didn't work out, then you should pay because like that's the whole point. You're like, you're supposed to work out. And you didn't. Just pay $300, man.
Yeah. You know, like that's, you know, so like I'm just trying to find any way to get more money to this fund and make it fun. New ways, interesting yeah, ways. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm get my friends involved. So my friend, like my tour manager, he, he paid $1,600 and he's honest and, you know, he doesn't have that much money. <laughs> this guy don't have that much money. <laughs> You know, yeah, that kind of money. I would be <laughs> and he paid, he paid, he paid, he <laughs> paid. So you know, I, I was happy to see that Diego paid, and uh, Jacob, my assistant, he enforces these emails. <laughs> Make sure people are uh, are are keeping up on it. And let's give one shout out to Dan Fleischman, my very 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 close friend, Dan Fleischman, who I follow and I love his Instagram. Follow his Instagram, coolest photos best photos i snapshot a lot of your instagrams actually for <laughs> ideas for for t-shirts so um friend of yeah. the show dan fleischman that's right yeah and and I'm, I'm actually and yeah i'm actually here because of dan fleischman um dan fleischman texted me he's like yo man you got to do this i was like if you say so i'll do it <laughs> so yeah well, oh we really appreciate it extra special friend yeah. of the show dan fleischman exactly <laughs> exactly and uh it's the steveaokifund.com if you want to give to that. We'll be putting a link. Uh, check out at the hashtag. We'll tweet the links um, to everything, all your social media, the, the charity. We'll put some uh, your videos up on our, our website. And uh, just check out at the hashtag. We'll be putting that. We've got one last question for you before yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. Slightly uh, off topic, but Very off to topic. Okay. But just to let you know about us, we're huge Star Wars fans. Okay. Okay. So we know you got to go. Normally we ask three questions and open-ended questions. We're just going to hit you with the open-ended one. Yeah. You recently on a, did a guest spot on Arrow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Disney recently purchased Lucasfilm. Yeah. 2015. Coming out with a new Star Wars movie. <laughs> How excited would you be if J.J. Abrams came to you and said, hey, we're going to do this scene, like this cantina scene in a bar, but we want you to be the DJ in this scene, in the movie. We want you to do the music, and you'd have this thing to cut are you are you kidding me i would (laughs) i think i yeah i mean that would be that would be one of those like never ever happening kind of scenarios but yeah i would i would be blown out of my mind um like you were talking about the the neon future and all yeah of course i mean i'm i'm a star wars fan i'm i'm I love, I love, you know, I love that franchise. You know, it's incredible. I, I love Star Wars. I grew up on Star Wars, and I love J.J. Abrams. Yeah. And I'm a massive fan of J.J. Abrams, and you know, I like, uh, uh, not to drop any names, but I, I've been very fortunate to actually, you know, sit in a room with him a few times. Really. And uh, oh, wow. and and talk to him, and I went to Bad Robot, the. Um, the, the production house and studio, and uh, and uh, we're we're gonna do something together that I can't quite say yet. Right. But it's not that. Right. <laughs> something else. But like, even if it was, yeah. you couldn't tell us. So. Yeah, yeah. But at some point, we'll be able to. Um, you know, I wish I could flirt with telling you a little bit, but See, I can't. See, this is exactly yeah. what he would say if yeah. he was playing a DJ in the new Star Wars movie. Exactly, you're absolutely exactly correct. what he would say. Well, I, c- wish I, I wish he was like, yo, man, actually, I want you to do that instead. <laughs> you should, but you should he that. never said that. You know, it was, we were working on something else. Yeah. 
So you should, you yeah. should drop a hint. Say you know the original film had the Cantina Band, and you know that thing. Well. <laughs> yeah. No, I think the new stuff. Like JJ, yo JJ, if you listen to this podcast, you know, you think about me. I I already have. I'm already weird looking. I could you just put a <laughs> nose implant on and some crazy eyes, and you know. You would want to play an alien. You, you yeah. Oh, be, yeah. I want to. I want to be like Android Aoki. Although it's like hash, I've been no hashtagging robotic, that. Hash, hashtag nice. Android Aoki. Yeah, that'd be sick. Well, now that we know, like you're, as soon as you're able to talk about this, we're gonna have you on. We're not gonna talk music. We're gonna talk Star Wars and J.J. Abrams for like an hour. So <laughs> after you're in the clear and you can talk about this. Yeah. So, but we'll do that. But you know, we know you got a show to do tonight. We really yeah. appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. It's it's been great. And uh, like I said, hopefully we can have you on again. And and we really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, Steve. And, and check out my uh, website, steveaoki.com. The you know the old school website <laughs> still exists because uh, well that site is more cumulative of of all things. You know, obviously like the Twitter and right. Facebook and Instagram, they're all like kind of like that's like the mother brain, uh, you know, the motherboard. Of of it all, kind of reaches out of, to everything. Yeah, it's a lot of everything going on. There's a lot of stuff going and on. It's, Fashion it's world's growing. The present. Twitter and Instagram are about like right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And there's really exciting things going on in the fashion world. Dimmock, which is my record label and clothing line, Dimmock.com, D-I-M-M-A-K.com. We just got in like Forever 21 and really cool stores and expanding our brand there. And and Dimmock's releasing like. I mean, I mean, we're releasing music every single week, every single Tuesday. Right. And then, uh, and then I have tons of music coming out that's, that I'm excited to um, share with everyone. My next single is June 17th, Boneless. So, um, and then check out my video, Singularity, which is out right now. Boom! <laughs> Self-promotion. <laughs> well, we'll get links to everything up on our page. And uh, so that way you can have a one-stop shop. But go check out steveaoki.com. That'll get you anywhere you need to go. Tour. Links to all the pages, everything you want to see. Steve, thanks again. It's been amazing and yeah, have an incredible interview, show man. tonight, man. Thanks, guys. All right. You guys are cool. That was Steve Aoki on the hashtag from May of 2013. Despite that interview being three years ago, it's still relevant today with his use of social media and the way he's built his empire through that. And his work ethic and his dedication to his fans has not changed since that day. Still does a tour date almost every day, travels around the globe. Still very active on all the social media. Again, you can find him all across the social media spectrum, Steve Aoki, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. He's also on Snapchat as Aoki Steve, and be sure to go to his website, steveaoki.com, for tour dates, more about the Aoki Fund that we discussed, and everything else related to Steve Aoki. So thanks again for him coming on. If you ever get a chance to catch him live, please do so. I've seen him a few times, saw him at Lollapalooza a few years ago. Puts on an amazing show. And once again, I'd like to thank our sponsor for this episode, Trendy Butler. Visit them at trendybutler.com. For $65 a month, members receive a custom box of, box of clothing worth at least $150. You just go online, create your style profile, stylist handpicks clothes for you, and you send them out. And free shipping as well, including the $65. So check them out at trendybutler.com or on Twitter 
at Trendy Butler. And again, I'd like to thank the band Mona for providing our intro and outro music. Be sure to check them out on iTunes. And if you're interested in being a sponsor here on the hashtag, feel free to shoot us an email at info at the hashtag.net or send us a DM on Twitter. We are on Twitter at the hashtag. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next week on the hashtag. Puny humans, this is Morbo the newscaster. You have been listening to the hashtag, and therefore, I will not destroy you. <laughs>